The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, I say to you that, listen, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you. And if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. If you lend to those from whom you hope to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love your enemies. Do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. Your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, for he is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. The Gospel of the Lord. I watched on TV uh, this news clip about a man who, upon reaching his 100th birthday, was asked by the reporter, Sir, what are you most proud of? To which he replied, Well, I don't have an enemy in the world. Wow, what a beautiful thought, said the reporter. How inspirational. Yep, the man added, I've outlived every last one of them. You know, when it comes to dealing with your enemies, I guess you can try to do as that gentleman did and outlive them, or instead of outliving them, you can outlove them by obeying Jesus' command to love your enemies. And frankly, I'm not sure which is easier. There is no doubt that this is a hard passage to preach on and even more difficult to practice. Love your enemies. We're hearing about a way of loving that is truly radical, in Jesus' Sermon on the Plain, he challenges us to go beyond simply loving the lovable. The Ten Commandments were given to us by God, and in essence, we all try to keep them, and we're fairly successful at it. There are the thou shall nots, such as don't steal, murder, or commit adultery, and there are the thou shalts, such as keeping the Sabbath day holy, honoring your parents, and so on. We know that these are Ten Commandments and not Ten Suggestions. However, there are a lot of people, myself included, who draw a line in the sand when it comes to this particular commandment of Jesus, love your enemies. Yes, this means loving them without modifications. It means disconnecting their mistake from their identity. Loving your enemies starts with forgiving them. If you forgive a person, but you hang on to the anger, the pain, and the hurt, and you say you forgave that person, then you don't understand what forgiveness really is. 
Forgiveness is not for the other person. It's for you. Forgiveness is a gift that you give yourself. Here's a real-life example of forgiveness. A horrific event, news event, happened in 2003 that hit the newspapers all over the world. Two boys, after playing the violent video game Grand Theft Auto, decided to take their father's high-powered rifles and fire as many as 25 shots at passing motorists from a wooded area near Newport in the Smoky Mountain foothills. Aaron Hamill, who was driving his pickup truck on the highway, was killed, shot in the head. Aaron Hamill was a registered nurse who attended Brennan High School the same time I did. During his 25-year career, he had worked in several states, including Detroit, helping children with cancer. He bought a place in Tennessee and was to start a new job working with mentally handicapped patients in Knoxville. Aaron had an interest in working with wayward boys in trouble. He planned to volunteer at a juvenile detention facility in the area. It just seemed so ironic that he would be carelessly murdered by wayward boys. Later, this crime story became more known as the families and other victims sued the video game company for $250 million. Behind all of this, and out of the spotlight, and in the background, was Rosemary Hamill, the mother of Aaron. She was five foot nothing and 90 pounds at that, a quiet, sweet woman. She was, we came to become good friends at St. John Vianney Parish. At first, she struggled very hard with what had happened to her son. She couldn't even fathom forgiving. But the, with the help of her faith in God, her parish priests, and those in her prayer group, she decided to radically love these boys and began the slow process of forgiving them. First, the struggle was within her. Then she moved outward to writing letters to the boys in prison, letting them know that she forgave them. Mary Rose, this frail, elderly woman, also drove down to Knoxville to be present at the boys' trial and plead with the judge to give a lighter sentence. In order to love our enemies as Mary Rose did and the way Jesus wants us to, we have to start inside, inside our own hearts. Loving your enemy starts first and foremost with a struggle, a struggle inside your own human reasoning. It's there that we deal with our enemies. In some situations, it's humanly impossible to forgive, as it was with the mother of this murdered son. But with God, all things are possible. St. Paul wrote about this possibility in our second reading. The first man was from the earth, made of dust. The second man is from heaven. That scripture is about us too, the old man and the new man. The old man is from the earth with our stubbornness, pride, and unforgiveness. The new person, the baptized person, is from heaven, born again, a new creation, and now able to forgive because we bear the image of the one from heaven, Jesus. This means that we can do what Jesus did. It means, and that means it is possible to forgive and love our enemies. Jesus died for his enemies so that we could have the supernatural power to love, our, love those who hurt us. He offered to the Father one excuse 
for all of us. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Maybe we should use that same excuse for our enemies. We have been hurt or offended, and who hasn't in this life? But we don't have to camp on top of it mentally all the time, trying to dissect it and figure it out. Excessive reasoning and holding a grudge can slowly destroy you psychologically, emotionally, and physically. There are so many how to get happy and get healthy books out there. Forgiving is healthy both spiritually and physically. Jesus would never, never tell us to do anything if we could not do it. We have to start ridding ourselves of any hatred toward others. This starts inside of us and begins first with willing or wanting to forgive. That's the first step. God will help you do the rest. Forgiveness is one thing. Reconciliation with someone is different. Reconciliation may never happen between two persons. You may never reconcile with someone, but you can forgive them in your heart. And if later down the road an opportunity, opportunity came about to reconcile, you would be ready then to demonstrate your forgiveness. And it would be real. They would naturally feel your forgiveness, and they too would be set free. Forgive your parents. Forgive any relationship that you ever had that didn't work out. Forgive everyone else in your life that has ever hurt you in any way. Forgive yourself. Forgiveness, forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past could be any different. I think for myself, and I know many of you, you think forgiving means accepting what is happened to you. Well, it is accepting that it has happened to you. Not accepting that it was okay for it to happen. It is accepting that it has happened and now what do I do about it? When I got that, I think it took me to the next level of being a better person. And I don't hold grudges for anything or any situation, and neither should you. It's letting go so that the past does not hold you prisoner, not hold you hostage. Love is the deadliest weapon in the Christian arsenal to overcome evil. Self-sacrifice, not self-defense, is the way God's people demonstrate to their enemies the truth of who God the Father is. The world would ask you, how could you ever forgive that person? And we should respond, because we love Jesus. And today, in this Gospel reading, he has promised, your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, for he is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Let's not outlive our enemies, let's outlove them.